if we try to eliminate and do a little bit of pruning on our marketing and um, get rid of the 50% or the 80% that is not really uh, efficient and is not really working and helping, that will help us simplify and focus and be better at what we deliver and serve our customers in a much better way and um, just simplify everything. You are listening to Amplifier Success Podcast, episode 261. And today, let's learn how to simplify your marketing efforts to maximize your results. You ready for this? Let's get started. Welcome to the Amplify Your Success Podcast. Get ready to ramp up your revenue, amplify your impact, and make your mark in the world. This is the show for experts, thought leaders, and service professionals who want to shatter their limits and achieve that next level, you're gonna find out from other experts and influencers how they made it. Now, let's get Amplified. Hey there, inspired entrepreneurs and business leaders. It's your host, Melanie Benson, authority amplifier to expert-based business owners. And today we're talking about making your marketing work a lot easier. And I know a lot of our community here Marketing may not be your favorite thing to do, so you're definitely going to want to tune in and take lots of notes. We're going to learn what some of the biggest challenges are that business owners are facing right now in marketing and a really simple one-page marketing plan that'll help you get better results. And uh, I'm all about simplifying effort to maximize results. Another thing that I think is worth looking at in your marketing this year is how often you are sharing your message on stages and podcasts. When people ask me like, Melanie, where should I be focusing my time? If you're an expert-based business owner of any type, you need to be on stages. You need to be using a very powerful message to attract clients. It is by far my number one way to attract amazing clients and oftentimes VIP clients, my my big ticket clients. So it is worth your time and energy, but you want to do it well. I just put together a seven-step plan to get booked, to get leads, and to get five-figure clients. And if you want it, head over to Amplify with Melanie. It is my It'll directly guide you to my Facebook group. And when you join, just tell me what email you want me to send it to, and I will pop it over to you straight away. Let's get into today's episode. I can't wait to hear how you're going to simplify your marketing efforts today with my special guest. Well, welcome back, Amplifiers. We're talking today about one of my favorite subjects, simplifying. How to simplify your marketing efforts using one simple tool. Now, let me introduce you to my guest today. His name is Mustafa Hosini, and he helps coaches and consultants create and implement a one-page marketing plan in three days or less. Talk about simple, right? Like that's what we love. Now, Mustafa is a serial entrepreneur. He's a business coach. He's the founder of Perseo Inc. He's the host of Daily Confidence for Entrepreneurs podcast the creator of the Simple Marketing Formula and the Simple Offer Formula and so much more. Like as I get to know him, I keep finding more and more cool stuff that he's doing. He's been coaching and consulting for the past 11 years, helping businesses in various niches and industries grow, scale, and become more profitable. 
Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm excited to have this conversation. I have a feeling I'm going to learn a few things along the way here. Thank you. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to this. Me too. Now, you talk about like the simplifying of the marketing effort. Well, I'm assuming that's solving a challenge (laughs) that business owners are facing. So what would you say is the top marketing challenges that we're facing these days? So let me give you a story of what was going on for me. I used to run a marketing agency and from 2010 up until 2018. So we reached a point between 2016 to 2018 where we were trying to serve a lot of people with a lot of different services. So the challenge was trying to do too many things for too many people. And so we were not particularly good at any one given service. We didn't know a particular niche deeply. And so the challenge was that uh, we were not as profitable. People didn't understand what we were doing. And it was hard finding customers. And I find that a lot of people uh, try to do that and they get uh, they get stuck. So uh, I read a couple of books. One was the 80-20 principle. The other one was essentialism and a few other books that were that were along the same lines. And I learned that I need to simplify. Mm. So those are some of the challenges that come uh, and might be experiencing. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think you're alone in this. Like, I think as entrepreneurs, we all have this FOMO, right? Bright, shiny objects. Uh, all of like our minds just somehow make things more complicated than they need to be. And I love this idea that we might be able to simplify this process. And maybe even that might make things a little less intimidating for people that aren't uh, finding that marketing is like a second uh, nature for them. Absolutely. Um, What are you finding is the best way to accomplish that? So if we try to eliminate and do a little bit of pruning on our marketing and um, get rid of the 50% or the 80% that is not really uh, efficient and is not really working and helping, that will help us simplify and focus and be better at what we deliver and serve our customers in a much better way and um, just simplify everything. Mm. Right. Um, we had that, the, like you said, we had that fear of missing in action. And some of the other traps that people fall into is they make it, they have like five offers and those five offers are not working. They're like, Let's add to it. Maybe adding a few more services or products or offers is going to bring more in. And then we fall into that trap and just we keep delivering and developing. And next thing we know, we're, we're like, we got way too many things going on. Yeah, I, I agree. yourself? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I'm like, oh, I have so done that. Like I have found myself in that trap. That's not working. Let me create something else that uh, isn't getting the results I wanted. Let me add something. And I think also, uh, I remember about 15 years ago, somebody asked me to develop a course for their coaching uh, training company on like identifying 
the creativity addiction. Like we're just creative beings. We want to create and create gives us creating gives us that like juice, you know, and that high, but creating isn't always the answer. So how do we know, like you were mentioning if it's not working or maybe just like finding the, the 20% that's like the high impact piece, but how, how do we really like diagnose that? So if we got too many offers, that's the number one symptom. Okay. If you're, if you, if you say I try to serve everybody and anybody that has a pulse, basically that's another problem. And I, and I'm exaggerating, but I'm not too far off. Um, people, uh, people say we serve everybody. And when we ask them like pick a market, they're like, I don't want to give up on the whole market. And my immediate response is you do not have the whole market anyway. You might as well peak like a small, very, very small market of 20,000 people which I bet most people cannot handle that many customers uh, and serve them. And it just, it's so much easier when you peak a niche market, finding them, them finding you, getting referrals, communicating with them, understanding them, getting deep about their problems becomes so much easier. And so um, that, that, that's one of the, what would the question was symptoms? Yeah, like, how, like, what do? How do we diagnose the things that aren't working? So I think you gave us a couple of great examples. You know, what I was getting curious about is, do you find that there's some common things that most entrepreneurs and business owners have to let go of, like across multiple types of people, or is it really unique to them? Yeah. So if they have to let go of too many offers, trying to serve everybody, doing too many lead generation activities, where. Mm. Usually like we solve the problem of people poking around at 12 different things and nothing is really working at any given time. So they're on Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram and online and offline and this and that. And someone shows up and says, you know what? If you post on Pinterest, it would be amazing. I'm going to show you the three-step process. Then they're like, oh my God, that sounds amazing. Let me sign up for that course. So what then we work on is say, let's eliminate all but one get linkedin to work for you while you're sleeping and when you reach that stage then move on to a second phase so people get started on linkedin then they get started on facebook then they get started on multiple things but they don't finish mm. so so they don't ever get traction yeah yeah it's like so there's enough business in LinkedIn or in Facebook alone hmm. that if we find a strategy to get it to work, I, I bet you can run multiple seven, eight, nine, 10 figure businesses out of each of those for lead generation or any other mm -hmm. thing that we're trying to do. So eliminating extras and it's a tough process. People have a hard time letting go of things that are not working. Yeah. <laughs> It's like they're holding on to them. Why? Like, why do you think they would keep holding on to something that isn't working? Because they invested. They're invested in it. Mm, That's why. Yeah. They invested yeah. time and money. They're like, oh, I don't want to let go. What if one day LinkedIn starts bringing me tons of customers? These are the um, out of fear. I think that out of scarcity and a bunch of other things, mm -hmm. people have a hard time letting go. I was thinking like, and I don't know if, if this has come up for you lately, but I'll fully admit that Clubhouse became that thing for me. 
Like I, I, I waited, I waited, I waited. Then I was like, okay, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to test the waters. I saw a bunch of my peers who I really relate to. And I feel like with similar, you know, things we're wanting to accomplish. So then uh, I saw them jump out <laughs> and they're like all of a sudden MIA. And I went, Oh, maybe clubhouse isn't where I want to be. And there was about a six week period where I sat there and said, do I really want to keep being here? And I made the decision to pause my weekly show there. And what I realized was, is like, I, I was like not having fun. And I, I don't know, does that thing seem to play in at all? The idea that it would, maybe it's too stressful and it's overwhelming or are there other factors besides that, that you look at with people? Um, I would say, do I have time to add, add another activity, activity to my list? My mm-hmm. answer was the same. I didn't have the time. Yeah. Do I have time and resources and the energy to learn another, you know, strategy? The answer was no, I didn't, I couldn't get on. I mean, I would logged in a few times. I was like, I got way too much to do on Facebook and LinkedIn that if I do those properly, I, I, that's a full-time job. And if I, do I have someone that I could even delegate to? And is it, is it automated and a bunch of other questions? My, my response was no. So I was, mm-hmm. I was in the same boat. And I know some people made, made really good efforts on, on Clubhouse. They made business, six, seven figure business, a bunch of followers and the rest of it. But uh, it, was, it wasn't for me. It's not for everybody. That's for sure. <laughs> well, you know, you've brought up several times this idea of simplifying, and I, I would imagine that maybe one of the concerns that somebody might have is, and part of the reason why they're trying to be everywhere is to get more customers. But, you know, I'm curious from your point of view, what do you think is the most effective way to get more customers? So the starting point for us would be, I want to give share a three-step process. Number one, have a goal a clear goal, know exactly how much business you want and figure out how many customers you need to bring in to reach your goal. You like, you need to know, do I need 15 customers, 1500 customers or 15 million customers, for example, because once I know how many customers I, I need, then finding them becomes easier. I can plan accordingly. Then step two is identify who exactly the customer is. If I know my account, my customers are IT professionals between the ages of 28 to 35 who are married, who live in the state of California, who are interested in skiing and skateboarding, for example, finding them becomes so much easier. And then specialize in a specific common problem within that group. For example, married IT people that fit that criteria who have marriage problems. And most of the time we need between 20 to 50 customers to run a healthy seven figure business. So that's my, the beginning, a three-step process. I think that's really great. Clarity is such a crystallizer, isn't it? Like knowing that I got to have this many customers, what am I going to do to be aligned with that? And so I'll just bring something home that I'm hearing here is that if you're distracted by doing too many things, it's very hard to focus on your most effective client generating strategies, right? Absolutely. And, and, and if you know that most of these people hang out, say on Facebook and you can mm-hmm. find related Facebook groups or pages and go find them and show ads to them and 
And then you can easily tailor your funnels and your marketing and branding towards that specific group of people and attracting them, converting them, connecting with them becomes so much easier. Because mm. once they show up, they, they kind of like, oh my God, this guy knows what I'm, what I'm looking for. I feel they feel that instant connection. Yeah, I would agree. It's that, that um, irresistible quality, you know, it's like that there's a magnet pulling you towards somebody or not like there's the repelling. Absolutely. So why do you think that customers like, say we've got somebody who's been buying from us for a while and then all of a sudden they stop. Like why, why does that happen from your point of view? I love that question. Um, so costs about the stats and the stats and numbers are about 64 to 68% of our customers leave because they perceive that we don't care about them. Oh, wow. And, and, and over the past 10 or 10 years, 11 years of marketing and helping customers grow their businesses, I've seen that over 98% of my customers do nothing for client or customer retention. So it's mostly like they have a list of customers who are buying, who are engaged, who are using the services, and the business owners are straight up ignoring their existing customers. And they're out there on Facebook and LinkedIn looking for new customers and new leads. And so let's say that you're married and you have a husband or a wife and you're out there looking at other people. Guess what? The spouse is going to get pissed off and they're going to leave. So, and all it takes is um, picking up the phone once a while and say, hi, it's me. Do you remember me? Because I definitely remember you. You are my customer. I want to say thank you. Is there anything I could do for you? We have a good 20 to 30% conversion rate on these type of calls. That was a long response to that simple question. I like the response, Mustafa. I feel like we so misunderstand this. And now I'll say, in my experience, some of this is, no, maybe not. Like I, I was thinking back, like over the last 20 years in business, how I've watched so many really successful business owners focus on the acquisition at the expense of retention. Uh -huh. And it's almost like they forgot the golden rule of profit is the retention, right? Like it's so, like the profit is in retaining a client you've already built the no like and trust factor with, not in acquiring new people. And it's and and I guess because maybe they're losing too many clients, there that part of their brain is not recognizing they're focusing on the wrong side of the equation. I don't know what it. Why do you think people get caught in that trap? What? They forget, I guess, They're, maybe they don't know any better and maybe they, they take their customers for granted mm. that as long. So there's this, this myth about um, retention and that is as long as we serve them, they're going to stay. Right. And I don't like, I, I have a bunch of vendors that don't, most of them, the only time they call me is if, if, is if my credit card bounces, that's when they call. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I don't hear from them. And so can I share some more numbers about retention? Oh, I, I'm fascinated. Please do. I, I so, know our Amplify community is eating this up. So, <laughs> so um, 
lead generation, new lead generation costs on average between one to $500 per new customer. And that's a combination of money, time, and other resources to find a customer. Usually more towards three to $500 because you have to spend time, money, and resources to get a customer. With retention, you would have to spend about a 10th of that. So about 10 to $50 per year per customer to keep them, have them come back, get recurring and repeat business and get referrals. And that's why it's so much more profitable, so much more easier to keep a customer and get referrals because the trust, the credit, credibility and the expertise and everything else is established. You just have to pick up the phone and say, hi, that's it. It's so easy. And yet it's so like, it's so not a part of the routines and habits that many uh, business owners are, are embodying right now. And so I love that you're bringing this point home. Hopefully you're spreading this message far and wide <laughs> to, to really keep checking with your customers. So uh that more people really build that into their customer care um, because it is something simple you can build into your customer care. Absolutely. And do you think it has to be the business owner or could it be someone else on the team to help um, maybe them leverage their time or do the things they're best at, or does it really need to be the business owner? Oh, it could be either or. I mean, in the yeah. beginning, if it's just you and you don't have a lot of resources, you could do it yourself. And I'll say the moment time to start customer retention activities is when you get your first customer because people are like i'm not big enough to keep my customers i'm like dude mm. we got like one or five customers you got to keep them at least um but then no you can like we actually to be honest with you we're actually starting a company that makes phone calls on behalf of our customers with the sole purpose of customer retention mm -hmm. that's another topic for another day but um you, we so we would give a script to um to a team member give them some training and say here's the script and the script is uh, uh somewhat simple it's not a salesy script we just call say hi stay in touch nurture the re relationship and we always ask for a referral at the end of that call hmm. politely and nicely mm -hmm. but uh yeah you can you could train your team members or bring someone in to give them a script and say here's what you need to say it might take them five to 10 calls to get used to it. You give them some feedback and then you just keep it going. Yeah, I love it. You know, I really think, again, bringing this point home about simplifying, because what happens is I think so many people are busy in things that don't produce the right results. Mm -hmm. They're so busy. They're not doing things like this that really do produce more profitable results. So is there anything else that someone might want to look at that is getting in the way, um, either they need to stop doing it or they need to start doing it to really start driving that profit uh, more, more towards the, uh, the revenue that they want to be making. So I'm a huge fan of the 80-20 principle and essentialism and the, this whole pruning operation. So take a look at li a list of your customer. We talked about your target market and your offers. Another thing you could do is uh, analyze your list of customers. If you grab a list of your customers and sort them by revenue per customer for the past 12 months, so the highest earning customer is at the very top and the lowest earning is at the very bottom, you will see that about 50% of your list will bring in about 99% of your business. Mm. 
So you could simply and easily fire half of your list and almost make the same amount of money. Here's why. About 99% of your headache comes from that, the bottom of that list. Complaining and, and, and a lot of headache that comes from there. And uh, not, not all the time, but you know, typically uh, that's the case. And or if you could focus or refocus your resources on the top earning customers and focus on finding more customers like them, that would be a lot another simplifying thing. Um, I love that exercise, by the way, because, again, you're really looking at what's producing results versus what's just um, taking up energy and, and bandwidth. Exactly. And so can I step my share my six step process? I would be great. Yeah. yeah. So with simple marketing formula, we, we, we cover six things, which is simplifying your marketing as a whole. Number one, know your goal. What is your goal? Number two, your target market. Know exactly who you serve and what you do for them. Number three, what is your offer? What are you offering to these group of people, right? Then what is your lead generation strategy? And the question is, what's one lead generation strategy that I've got to focus on? Then what is your lead conversion strategy? What is one conversion strategy that I'm going to focus on for the next 90 days? And then what is my retention strategy? What is one retention strategy that I'm going to focus on over the next 90 days? And that would basically cover your marketing. And that sounds like your one page marketing plan. Yes. And that's, <laughs> I what, love we, it. <laughs> that's what we, uh, um, uh, that's what we do basically work on creating and implementing a one page marketing plan. Can mm -hmm. I share the link to this template? So yes. your audience can download. Yes. I was just going to ask you because I know like we're talking this through very fast and this is something you want to get a template and work the template. Like having templates like this makes it so much easier to follow along. So where could they get that from you? So if they go to persia.com for slash OP standing for one page, I'm going to spell out Persayo. Persayo is P as in Peter, E as in elephant, R as in Robert, S as in Sam, Y as in yoga, O as in Omega, dot com forward slash OP, standing for one page. So on there, you can download the one page marketing plan template. And I will link that up in the show notes just to make it easy in case you're scrambling for a pen and uh, didn't get to write that down. But again, it's persayo.com forward slash OP, P E R. SYO.com forward slash OP. And I would love for you, when you download that, I want you to tell me how you're using it. So, you know, give us a little shout out on the show notes in the comments, or if you're in Amplify Your Authority, our free Facebook community, share what you're doing with it, because it's not the information that changes things. It's your action that changes results. And putting that into action is how you're going to start getting results. So anything else you want to add to that before I move on to my favorite questions I get to ask you? So let me ask, talk about a, a differentiating factor. Most business owners out there are focusing on way too many things. A differentiating factor for your business could be that you serve a specific group of people, right? And when, when people, most entrepreneurs, when I ask them, how are you different? They say, we do a great job, right? That's not a differentiating factor. Mm -hmm. 
But if you say I specialize in this specific group of people and this is what I do for them, that's a differentiating factor. And internally with your operations, if you focus on one lead generation strategy, that becomes a differentiating factor compared to average Joe out there who's trying to do 12 different things. So I'll, I'll, I'll stop talking. No, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I, I just get kind of wrapped into what you're saying because I, I'm such a fan of simplifying. One of my sayings is simplify your effort to multiply your results. And it's true. Like if you want to get more done, stop trying to do it all and do a few things really well, because that's what really amplifies the reach of your effort better. It's not doing it all. And you're really bringing that point home today, Mustafa. So I really appreciate that. This is, this is what we get to talk about today. Appreciate that. This is what I love to talk about. So I could talk about maybe for another five hours, but yeah, so maybe. Yeah, we might have to do like a whole series or something, right? (laughs) So this is the time where I get to ask some of my favorite questions. I mean, you've brought so much wisdom to us. And like, I want our Amplify community to get to know you, the human being, a little bit more. So, you know, I think we've all had to do bold things from the moment we say, yes, I'm going to start this business to the moment the success starts rolling. And there are some big choices we're going to have to make. What's the boldest thing you had to do to get where you are right now? So the boldest thing I did over the past few years was I ran a marketing agency from 2010 to 2018, and we did A to Z marketing. In 2018, when I read The 82 Principle, Essentialism, and a couple other other books, I got rid of 98% of my services and just kept coaching and training. That was a bold move that took me three months basically to make that decision. And then almost overnight, we're like, we're not doing done for you marketing anymore. We're done. That was a bold move. And so that's that. Yeah, so you really, yeah, you scrapped something that you had revenue coming in and that you counted on for something that you that was emerging that it's like you had to kind of trust that the bridge would get uh, built for yeah. you, right? I literally fired customers and they're like, really? You're going to, you're not, you're not going to take our money. We're like, yep, sorry. We made a strategic decision. That's what we're going to do. And it may not, it may hurt us. And, uh, but that's what we're doing. I I want literally want to give you a high five right now because that's such a great bold move to share. And um, it paid off. I see. Yep. But then when we use specialized saying one page marketing plan for coaches, it's a lot easier to get the word out. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So, well, it's specific and specificity sells. Right. And, and so this is a point to bring home to you as you're listening in. Are you brave and bold enough to be specific so that people really get you're the one for them? You're the resource, you're the service, you're the product. Right. And when we're generic and we're doing too many things, it's very hard for somebody to latch on and really get that's my, my resource that I want. And so you're living proof of that. So uh, Mustafa, what is one thing you wish you would have done sooner? I wish I got a, I I would have got married sooner. That's one thing I wish I would have done. Oh, that's sweet. Should we play this for your wife? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yes. She probably would be uh, thrilled to hear that. Well, what, what was that for you that that and especially as it pertains to your business like how did that help you which part getting married or getting married sooner well get getting married like it sounds like there was something that was 
very powerful for you in that that's maybe even made you better in business? So uh, I, I guess when I got married, um, matter of fact, when I got married, my business started growing a lot faster because I, I had mm-hmm. the support mm-hmm. at home. I wasn't, uh, you know, trying to figure everything out on my own. Yeah. And then there's that purpose yeah. that especially when you have kids. So right now I have two kids. Now I can't get late. I mean, I can get lazy, but I, 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 my eyes open automatically at 6 a.m. So that's why. It's a driving force for you, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. I think those of us that have families that count on us financially, it does become like a big motivator. <laughs> it's like we can't slack off if we really want to be a provider. So Absolutely. I love that. That's such a great share. Thank you so much. I feel yeah. like it's a little slice into your life to, to really connect with you. And I know that all our listeners who feel the same will go, oh, that's totally me. I totally get it. Absolutely. I mean, a lot of business so owners, a lot of business owners, we, we are family people and we got, we got to put foot on our tables. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you have three or four or more reasons to, to do that, then it just becomes a stronger reason and, mm-hmm. and a stronger why on top of everything else. Yeah. So if somebody asked you, what's your, your big why, is that your big why? My big why, basically. See, my, my top three values are family, business, and growth and learning. So mm-hmm. I spend 99% of my time in those three categories. And so, um, yeah, that probably has a lot to do with my whys. So I love that. Thank you so much for uh, sharing so much wisdom and so many powerful insights into simplifying your marketing efforts. Because really what we're doing is we're creating space to get better results. That's what I love about the work that you're doing. Thank you so much. And make sure you download Mustafa's one-page marketing plan. We'll link that show, link that resource up in the show notes for you. Tell us how you're going to put it into action. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in today, Amplifier. Be sure to join us right now in the Amplify Your Authority community at authorityamplifiers.com. And I'll share my seven proven tips to be a highly paid expert that stands out in a crowded market. Plus, we're going to keep this conversation going. And I want to hear from you how you're going to amplify your authority and make a greater impact. Before you go, please take a minute to give our show and our guests some love over on your favorite podcasting platform. Subscribe, rate, and review. Leave your full name and I'll spotlight you and your authority on social media.